0: And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. All right, here we are, Spike's Car Radio. We've got a good show for you today. Uh, there's rioting going on around us. Um, Justin Long, host of uh, Shop Class on Disney+. Plus. Um, which, as you know, I uh, produce. Full disclosure, is on the show um, coming up in a little bit. Right now, I'm uh, with Zuckerman at his uh, Beverly Hills office. He's taking a break uh, for lunch to chat with me, to chat with you. How are you doing, Zuckerman? Excellent. This is Monday. Uh, it's been quite a weekend, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, quite a weekend. Um, I don't know if you know the Zuckerman. I think uh, curfew is scheduled to start at 4. Uh Look at the commitment for uh, both of us. Here we are for you guys um, doing a show after uh, just a wild, wild weekend. Where where were you? I know we caught up with each other in Malibu for a couple hours, but did you spend the weekend in Malibu?
1: I was in Malibu. I was also in the city partially. Uh, It really depended on what time of the day. Things were very quiet in the morning and then people get a little bit. Uh, Frothier as the day goes on. Well, you were in Hollywood when Hollywood went up, right? No, no, no. That was Hollywood went up on Saturday. And uh, so on Friday, Saturday, I thought you were in your Hollywood house. I was in Hollywood Friday night. Saturday, I decamped. Friday early. night, it went up in Hollywood. Okay, then I wasn't paying attention <laughs> specifically. I know
0: what you were doing. But you were telling me to watch the villain on what iTunes? Not iTunes, <laughs> Grandpa, which was fantastic. Is it on iTunes? What is iTunes? iTunes doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I don't know. How did you
1: Apple movies? I, whatever okay. it is, Did okay. I say iTunes? Yeah, you said on, <laughs> it's on the
0: iTunes Spike. <laughs> And I said look out I said look out your
1: window Zuckerman. It was on the typewriter spike. I, it was on the typewriter and the tele, and the telepost. But while you were eating popcorn and watching the
0: villain which oh. I will watch by the way, the, the rest of the city was going up. And then
1: last night, uh, Santa Monica yesterday. Okay, wait a the, second. Wait hold a on, second. Hold on. Wait a second. You're wrong. Friday night we were together. We were yeah, you're completely wrong, Ferrison. Oh, right. Fry oh then right. where did you spend Saturday night? Saturday night I was in Malibu. So everybody write oh. this down in the book. Ferriston said you're right, Zuckerman." And was that's... it no wait, no, maybe it was Thursday night. Fra- there was a night where I was
0: texting you going Saturday. I know Saturday night. Maybe it was Thursday night then. Friday night. During there was a week where I called you, a night last week where I called you and I said, Are you around all this stuff?
1: Grandpa? You have lost your marbles. Friday night, we talked to Jerry from your patio. That was a nice night. That was Friday night. Seems like years ago, by the way. Seems like years. You served me five kettle chips and some popcorn in a little bowl. And? And you had cigars. I did not eat the mutant M&Ms. There there
0: was a little bowl of M&Ms. I don't touch
1: those anymore. They cured me. I was addicted to those things. And then when I noticed how they were mutated, I stopped eating them okay because well, they were they're too foul looking now right so, so we Friday had a nice, night was fine yes saturday morning i decamped to malibu i'm pointing my finger at you so you listen i don't saturday think anyone's night, quite interested in this saturday conversation night anymore <laughs> people went crazy in hollywood <laughs> yes they did and
0: last Sun, night yesterday afternoon they went santa bon-
1: monica and long beach Wow, I'm going to get interrupted a lot in this show. Because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If you knew what the fuck you were talking about, Uh, I would interrupt you. You
0: are in quite a mood. Yes, I will strangle you. Mr. iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) I saw it on the wall square. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Anyway, let's not not riot here, Zuckerman. We must uh, remain calm in this room. But um, Friday night, we were still hoping for calm. We had a a uh, a nice catch-up call with Jerry. We had a nice cigar in the backyard. It's uh, that was fun. That was a good. I, I don't think much came out of it uh, as far as car talk, but it felt again kind of like normal life. And it seems like we were in this. Normal life, feeling space, weren't we? Yes. Before these riots (laughs) happened, and we were things started to loosen up, and you felt like, well, wait, are we going back? Does this virus exist anymore? It. it, We were in this odd kind of middle area, and then the bottom fell out again. Right. And um, you know,
1: Santa Monica Third Street Promenade decimated. I'm sure you saw that. Beverly and Fairfax, Melrose. Yeah. Good taste in, in looting places. Uh, right. Uh, they wanted Gucci. Uh, very bad in Beverly Hills. They could not get in there, so their second best was Alexander McQueen, but then there were many other stores they just turned their noses up on. Uh, well, how did Beverly Hills <clears throat> shut this down and nobody else was able
0: to shut it down? Were they able to protect Rodeo Drive? Like, I mean, of all the places that you would kind of want to go up, Rodeo Drive seems like why they could... Those those uh, companies could handle this situation. I think
1: that there was a much greater mass of people at the Beverly Fairfax area because the Black Lives Matter rally, which was very peaceful, that protest. My wife was there. Uh, That was at the Pan Pacific Park, which is very close by. And that uh, the amount of people that were there gave cover to the looters in that area. There were no protests giving cover to looters in Beverly Hills. Ah. So that got put out much quicker. That was more of a flash mob target of opportunity. There are
0: a lot of people who don't understand that on the Nextdoor app. You know, yes. Not surprisingly, this thing went up, and I was trying to explain to them, and, and, and the news, I, I thought, did a pretty decent job. But because Erica was at both of these rallies. These rallies start and then end peacefully. And then these looters and criminals that, as you were telling me, are organized over WhatsApp, mostly teenagers, are using the rally as a cover for the crimes they're committing. Right. And they're two separate entities. Like, you know, they're like you said, these protests are going off peacefully. And then there's this criminal element using social media. It's kind of genius in a way. Yes. Kind of just going in and jamming. And the police have been told not to do anything. And then you sit at home in horror watching... This lawlessness,
1: and this is this is a, a, a really interesting confluence. I think that the right to protest peacefully, well, it's a First Amendment right, and it's a constitutional right, and people have a valid point that they want to make, and they're trying to do this through peaceful protest. Unfortunately, those necessary protests, those those lawful protests, are being compromised by a very small criminal element and it's been on on, both sides on both sides on both sides they're also
0: have you noticed all the white guys with masks painting blm on the wall with protesters saying stop that who are these white guys with the mask? who are those guys right you have agents boogaloo boys i hear yes i never heard of this before with the
1: hawaiian shirts
0: (laughs) so this is these guys don't have hawaiian shirts though zuckerman i ran into some of these guys once before and i'm like these you know, we were shooting something for my late night show at the Republican convention. We were out there, you know, just kind of having fun when times were kind of different. Right. <laughs> with these goofball Republican groups. But there was this militant element of weirdos who I brushed up against who I went, I don't recognize what these guys are. I, I don't I recognize think any the, of these people. I think they're that paid right wing element that comes to mix with a peaceful protest, cause trouble, cause trouble therefore discrediting the protest exactly
1: and i and and boy there people are operating at all sorts of levels that i did not give them credit for and then of course you have the purely criminal elements so you have the political element that's <laughs> causing destabilization left and right and then you have the cr- criminal right. element you have a lot of different elements and obviously the covid is just a, a force <laughs> multiplier you've got <laughs> we've already forgotten about it yes but it also, it, it, think of how many pent-up people there are, though. There's something yeah. happening outside at a moment when people are desperate for something to happen outside.
0: Zuckerman, the amount of disinformation coming in over rogue Twitter fees that made it into my local feed. G- comments like graphics that said, everyone meet at 701 North Beverly Drive, Beverly Hills. 8 o'clock, we're going up we're getting everybody we're looting the houses the amount of people who didn't just do a quick google search to see if that was real which it wasn't but the specificity of that address like i kind of i know where that house is in beverly hills right that that just it was just simple terror tactics right thrown out to scare everybody when in reality at that time nothing was happening we were under curfew and everything was quieting down but it's such a confusing mishmash and mess amplified by television when you're sitting home alone you feel it this morning i went out into the world everything's normal normal. everybody's working everything's fine you know you know do we god what a mess i just
1: wish the man at the top would get out and say something to the nation not going to the bunker that would what do they say? Pour oil upon the waters to, to <laughs> calm on, things Zucker. down. Isn't that what that's they said? That's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Didn't they, isn't that what they said in the Bible? I always wondered what this pouring oil upon waters was meant to be.
0: Pour, what about lubricant? Putting some lubricant. You have making a lot of idiot. lube. Yeah. You have a lot of lube. Oh, yeah. Getting it right. Well, that's not going to happen. Anyway, here we are. And I can't think of a better vehicle, by the way, for all of the madness for the looting, for the riots, for the peaceful protesters, then this G-Wagon that I am driving, Zuckerman. Absolutely. it,
1: The last of the V8 Interceptors. Hello. Uh, the 2020
0: G63 is the car in my driveway. And when I first got in it, and I, I think it was before everything went down, I felt so, you get in, you feel immediately safe. It's like you're in a bank vault. You're elevated. You're up high, and then the door lock goes. And you know, I've said this about these cars before. It gives you this superficial feeling of safety that no other vehicle can give you. Right? Mm-hmm. You've driven this because one of your partners has one. Yes, right? he does, and it's yeah. fantastic. It's a uh, here. Here's just the the specs: four liter twin turbo V8 engine, horsepower five seventy seven. 627 foot-pounds of torque, which you definitely feel. Uh, This 2020 model now comes with an optional 4x4 package that turns the SUV into a serious off-roader. Which is interesting. I didn't get a chance to use that yet. Don't think I will this week. And don't use any
1: bodies to <laughs> test out the off-road capability.
0: Yeah, and I guess this is in the same category as your Range Rover Sport SVR and maybe your Lamborghini Urus, who's now a competitor. So I guess if you're in the market for this type of SUV, you're comparing against those two big guns. Zero to sixty. I know they. I thought they reported four four and a half. I I think I saw a car and driver had it at 3.9. That's what it feels like to me, high threes. But it feels like you're driving a building, <laughs> three-story building, <laughs> 0 to 60 in 3.9 seconds. 5,800 pounds, wow. which you don't feel in a straight line, but you do feel it as you're going around turns. Um, look. Everybody wants me to review the car. I, I kinda like to review cars through use and lifestyle from not a very technical standpoint, and forgive me if you want that. Go to Matt Fair or go to someone else. I'm not gonna give that to you. I can tell you my family's in love with this. We got into it for the first time. We took a drive out to do a hike yesterday. The feeling of comfort in this car with these seats is amazing. It's you know, I think it stickers it at one fifty six, I'm sure this guy's 175 it's all olive green magno is the color the spec is beautiful the reaction from all the dudes sunday uh at bill's was over the top as was so far i'm getting complimented which is odd for g wagon a lot on this spec like people love the way it looks a lot of times g wagons people don't want to talk to those people the g wagons are the black ones the shiny black ones what you're not talking about the people you're talking <laughs> <laughs> i said those Baristin. people <laughs> no i said the i want G- you to clarify oh the, yes yes oh, well, i just Baristin. mean that a
1: g-wagon person isn't necessarily liked on the road right in the shiny black version or the very right. dark matte version which is like you know kind of flashy obnoxious uh bully boy right version so this car was redone
0: in 2019 and so this is essentially the new g-wagon i I really love all the improvements. I love the way the exterior styling look. It's it feels a little bigger and wider. It I'm is. guessing it is. The headlight treatment is is looks better.
1: Very cool. With these
0: big eyes and, and the
1: directionals on top of the fender.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's such an interesting space to drive this truck because I'm. I mean, I drove it here today, and we we have curfew in a couple hours,
1: but I just feel so safe in it and so protected in it. You um, want to you want to dislike it for a second because it's so blingy. Uh, there's, I, I, For a second, I think, man, does that look cheap? But then when you look at the attention to detail, all yeah. of the details so well ex- executed, the leather, the the way they've done they've upholstered the car, the doors, the seats, the switch gear, it is really first class all the way. It blows away the competition.
0: Yeah, and we talked about this. We said uh, we were telling Jerry because he has – the 550, which would be my favorite model of this uh, vehicle. I, I I don't think it needs all the horsepower. I don't like my SUVs to have all that horsepower. But we were talking about. I said when I get in, it really stroked my ego and not necessarily in a, a good, good way, way, right? Yes. Like I thought, if I were young, if I were a young musician, 25, and had that character going on, I'd go, well, this fits perfectly. <laughs> but it it really does make you feel special. And I, for me, it was like, God, I'm feeling a little too special, and I have to be careful not to be an Don't asshole. Don't you know who I am? I'm Spike <laughs> Ferriston. Everybody. Yeah, I really strive not to be that person. I try to have humility in life. But it, it makes you feel special, which is cool, right? It's really fun. So when you're by yourself – Whatever. But when I took my wife and my kids out, and we had the dog in there. It was nice. We felt special in the right way. And we had a nice drive in it. It was quiet. The kids had a little Wi-Fi spot. They were able to go on their uh, iPad. The wife, who's not really a car person, really, she's like, oh, what is this? This is mm. really nice. We had a nice afternoon in it. Right. So, you know, that's it, it works in that regard. Uh, interior seats, like you said, massage seats, heated seats, cooled seats, perfection the radio—it's a Burmester, unbelievable in- interface. You know, I, I actually listen to radio. I listen to HD radio on it, which is fun. Um, the safety tech, noticeably better in a Mercedes. Then it's a little touchy. I haven't figured out how to adjust it, but there are times where. You know, I'm pulling up to a light in a two lane on a two lane road, and I'm a little too close to the car. Yeah, next the to lane me. assist
1: is a, is a it, shock. It jumps. It it's, it, it it's, beeps. It'll <laughs> give you a heart attack.
0: I can. Uh, it is. It has directed me back into my lane a couple of times. These are all things you can adjust and turn off. Um, but I just have anything, uh, everything on for now. Um, I don't know. Incredible look, big and beautiful.
1: Uh, a win. If am I, I ha- al- am I allowed to ask you? Which car you would prefer out of three? <clears throat> Can I put you on the spot? Well, I would probably say all three. But okay. if it
0: involves this car, I don't want to choose a car other than this one
1: right now. I don't in think a review. you would with my options. Okay. That's my point. So, for example, I would say to you, it's a lot more money than a Range Rover. Right. And it's a lot more than a Range Rover. In other words, it's a lot more. There's a lot more stuff in it than what yeah. a Range Rover has. <clears throat> Our Range Rover is the Range Rover by double. And then, if I was to say the, the the Lamborghini, I would take this over the Lamborghini. Now, see, you just brought up three SUVs that I love. I you understand mean, I that. Love, That's why I, I love put all you, three for different reasons. Right, and I put you on the spot. So, if you had those three, and forget about the money, if I just put them indoors, I one, couldn't. Two, I
0: couldn't choose in that conversation because any given day it would be different. But it's an interesting comparo because. I would put the G-Wagon in the middle of those, those two cars. Exactly, that's exactly right? point. It's in the middle. And I don't mean in the middle in a bad way. I would say if there were a graph about drivability versus dragster ability, right. you have the Urus uh, the at the very end, which is really a performance car right. disguised as an SUV but usable. The Range Rover is really a luxurious experience, but very much not a dragster unless it's the SVR. But I wouldn't be into that. And in the middle, you've got this thing. Exactly. But I love the I, I love all of these things for very different reasons. And on every any given day, I would choose something different. Um, if I had any cons for this, they're minor. And and this one, uh, I'm not even sure about. Like the shifters on the column, they took they moved the shifter Man. off the the console area to give space. Um. The, the, the seat. What branded, did you think of that? I
1: didn't. I didn't mind that. You didn't mind I, it. I didn't mind that. I liked it. I, what I didn't like was when the the seats hold you in when you're making a turn. Right. And and that was just the shock of it the first time. I wasn't expecting the seat like a living creature. Grippy. Yeah, had to grip me in the torso. Uh, I didn't like that. I didn't appreciate it. Don't touch me. I wanted to scream at the car. Don't touch me.
0: Stop touching me. I I do that during my Peloton rides. They talk too much. I'm like, will you shut
1: up? I just want to ride.
0: Listen to the music. Um, there have been lots of complaints about wind noise. I didn't notice that with the windows up.
1: <laughs> okay. If <laughs> but, you have a car with the aerodynamics of a, <laughs> of a brick, and as you said, a brick standing straight up, you <laughs> would expect to have some wind yeah. noise and buffeting. That's going to come the with charm. the territory of a vehicle that has that profile. Yeah,
0: remember, this is a cult vehicle. This is a vehicle Mercedes wanted to phase out a long time ago. They made and it, it
1: for the military in Austria. With uh, Was it stair?
0: I guess, but the buyers here said, no, we love it, and it's weird and wonderful, and that's why we like it. You have
1: to expect wind noise when, as you said, you're driving a three-story building.
0: But, yeah, I mean, it's driving it out to Malibu. Why do you want to roll all the windows down to this thing and open up the sunroof? That's not really – no, it's not that bad. It's just this isn't the thing you do it in. You do that um, in a Cabriolet. It's a gas chugger. But again, I don't believe that people driving
1: Lamborghini is more of a joke. No,
0: I don't know about that. But the buyers of these cars don't really care about that, do they? I I don't think they do that. And, you know, cornering is a little bit of an issue. If you're uh, into cornering G-Wagons, again, I'm not sure you care. Pulling G's in the G-Wagon. Yeah, pulling G's. And there is an interesting little um, there are two. Bigger issues for me, one very big and one not so big, okay? Sunroof shade, which is manual. Like, you pull it forward, mm-hmm. you push it back, you pull it forward. has little vents on it so you can open up the sunroof, right. let air come in. But but here in L.A., it just sends some sun rays down there, like a bright light down into your eyes. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> You've got, like here, midday, I had some sun in my eyes. Minor, minor inconvenience. The biggest issue I have is... Apple CarPlay, this lovely, giant drive-in theater screen of your phone. You plug in your phone. You put it in the little armrest console. <clears throat> no touchscreen. What that means is you're using a cursor system, the Mercedes cursor system. What that means is your eyes are down. And, and <clears throat> so imagine this. You're listening. You're, you've got Waze on, and you want to make adjustment to the tone. Or you want to go to the car. Like in a Porsche, you just touch the screen quickly while you're at a, at a red light, and then you can get whatever you want. Here, I, found, I keep finding myself cycling through many menus and jumping back and jumping off. And, you know, for this money, I want to be able to touch that screen and get to these shortcuts quickly. You know, I, I've been a little frustrated with that system. Again, like having this beautiful screen, but I can't touch the stuff I want to happen. I'm in multiple steps To cycle between ways to to Spotify to listen to the podcast, whatever it is, and that to me is a safety issue. It just doesn't work for me because it's uh, you know too much work. What did you think about the Apple
1: CarPlay interface? and what i think is nothing i don't <laughs> interface i don't have an apple i don't want an apple the only apple i want is a piece of fruit and i don't want to interface with anything i don't want my car interfacing with my phone i don't even i don't want any of this shit ferriston you know this what you don't use ways you don't use these before they okay they, i have a thomas guide imprinted in my head i know how to get what where about i'm the speeding going speeding tickets they're so I, good ferriston ferriston i don't want any of this shit I, I just want to drive. I don't want to be looking at the screen. I don't want to be fiddling around. Uh, I don't care about it. I, you know, I feel uh, I'm I, a luddite. No, you're not. But you are making a very old man decision.
0: Instead oh, of embracing oh. the new technology that comes along,
1: you're saying I'm done. I'm done i'm saying i'm not going to put those little dicks in my ears i'm not going to have dicks in my ears while i'm driving down the street they're q-tips they whatever the fuck they are i'm not sticking shit they in make my you ear. mad. yeah why uh, because i don't want it. <laughs> the world was fine i want to get off i don't want to keep going forward wow these are some pretty big statements i told you before that that to me time should be like a subway system i would have gotten off in 1995 and things could have stayed technologically where they were. I had a little Motorola flip phone. I was cool. I could turn on the television. I could turn on the computer. Everything worked fine. We are now so far beyond my bandwidth and my interest. I don't want any of it. Well, I can't put you in the nursing home until this COVID clears up. But you're, you're, everything
0: you're saying to me is saying you're ready to go to the nursing home. Yes. You're, I'm waiting, you're I'm ready the, for captain's hat last scene of the irishman yes i'm ready for the captain's hat of the nursing home Now, the look, final trip i'm with you on the captain's hat i want a captain's hat and and i want a morgan so i'm i'm there and then i but see i'd rather go out into the woods and live there but i do like all of this technology i love it because it's only when it's making our life easier it's it's weird you know i feel like things got easy and now things are complex again and and I would really love car manufacturers to understand how important it is, at least for me, and I think a lot of younger folks. <laughs> connectivity with your phone to your car is probably in the top three most important things. And here's why, Zuckerman, and it's good for your business, because when you get into a situation like I was today, or you get in a situation with these cars that require you to look down It's a you're supposed to be hands free. You're supposed to have this phone so that you can keep two hands on the wheel and drive, except with some of these systems, you're actually looking down and playing with your phone more which becomes more dangerous. Your eyes are down. You're looking around. You're not necessarily holding a phone to your face anymore. That's the good old days. This is, oh, wait, let me disconnect my Bluetooth, reconnect that, reset the, the phone's entertainment system because it didn't read it the first time, and the wireless. Things are jumbled. Too many what different are you systems.
1: talking about? Like,
0: you- hey, here, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. In the 992, they got it right. That car, I sit in the car, passenger seat uh, driver's seat of that car and boom turn it on my iphone is on the screen and that's the last i handle my phone guess
1: what guess what ferris yeah i get in the car you pass gas yes (laughs) I push the on button. I put the windows down. Yes. I put it in drive and I fucking go. Yeah, but I don't need any of that other shit. What are you you talking about? Oh, my God. You need it more than anybody. uh, What are you talking about? I need. Oh, I need my connectivity. I don't need that stuff to drive. You
0: say that, Zuckerman. But every time we drive, no matter what car you're in, You do these drives with your phone pressed to your head illegally, (laughs) driving like a maniac. Not every time.
1: You need it more than anybody. You need it more than anybody. I'm going to start throwing the phone in the back. (laughs) I'm not even going to. I don't want to touch it. I'm sick of that fucking thing. Do you know what
0: it's like watching you in a a go wing with your phone pressed up to your head, (laughs) driving like a maniac? I worry for that car. (laughs) <laughs> I
1: worry for you, Harrison. <laughs> right.
0: And I'm all about. I want to stay connected to my world, and I'm with you. When I when I want to drive, I turn the phone off. But frequently, we can't do that, so I just want it to be easy, and I don't want to break rules and crash into this people. This morning,
1: let me give you the antithesis of this. This morning, I got in the 65 911. I was in Pointe du. I got on the road at 6:30. There wasn't a fucking person on the <clears> PCH. And I drove, I had the the best drive of my life all the way into town. All of the looters and protesters and rioters or whoever, of whatever stripe, they were all asleep and I was driving and I had a fantastic drive without any, the only connectivity I had was to the moment, was to the car and the road and the moment I was in and that was the best part of my day. I didn't need any apple fucking poo-tooth or whatever, your dicks in your ears or, or connectivity, whatever you had.
0: You you're not going to con me, Zuckerman. I watch you in those cars constantly. I would say a full 95% of the time you have a phone pressed to your ear on every drive. That is not true. You're <laughs> casting drive. aspersions on me. <laughs> you're casting aspersions. You're slandering me. And and then that <laughs> will not ha- stand. I look forward to the process of discovery. I am more like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: you catch would like me.
0: you to sue me on this one. Catch me. I, I want you to catch me. I want you to catch me.
1: Remember the day I caught you in the Carrera GT? I was on steroids. <laughs> they, they had injected me with steroids because my ears were shut, and it made me a fucking wild man. That was, it was really true. a wonderful period of Zuckerman. It was enjoyable to see that. It was fun. The doctor put me on steroids, and I yeah. felt I felt my mood like a dark curtain descending upon my mood a blackness descending upon my mood i felt it coming down upon me and then i was ready to commit murder really amazing and there was a guy in a ford flex in his in his small car and i was going to drive him at all costs (laughs) off the road in my career gt and after i destroyed both cars i was going to then pummel him to death. Now you say were, <laughs> but <laughs> I was behind you and you tried to. <laughs>
0: you just gave him a couple like swerve warnings. I wanted him to understand that. that Do you, you know, know how wild that was for me to watch? I was just I, like, I oh my to God, a Carrera
1: it's, GT. A half a million dollar car. That was not going to stand in the <laughs> way of me scaring him. He was going down. He was going down. You know what happened to me though yesterday on the PCH? I'm coming towards Topanga. There's a car parked on my right. This car enters traffic without a blinker, as slow as can be. I'm in the number one lane, the left lane. And then he just sweeps across the number two lane into the number one lane. No blinker, no nothing. And I think, what is this person thinking? Why would you enter traffic in front of someone and get into their lane? You're supposed to enter traffic in the lane closest to the parking lane and stay in there when you're getting up to speed. Why are people so fucking stupid? I don't know, Zuckerman. I don't know. I don't know that we're going to get to the bottom of that
0: today. But, uh, yeah. By the way, twice last night, this goes against everything that I believe, but twice last night I saw the PCH referred to as PCH. I saw it on a sign on a lower third, and then I heard someone say it. They had no the so there is some truth to whoever's complaining about this. That doesn't well, mean you can we have to it both do it. Ways. What I know about the English language, Zuckerman, is it's malleable. You can turn it into whatever you want. Eventually, the, pro- the the the
1: popular usage becomes the usage. Quirty. Querty. Um, is the yes. QWERTY principle. In England, they say "I am in hospital," and in America, we say "I am in the hospital." But in England, you will notice they never have the pronoun the in front of hospital. And I find that to be somewhat jarring.
0: Well, that's why we left Zuckerman. That's why we left England. We don't approve of it. Do watch the villain,
1: which is about English hoods and you would like it very much. I'm going to do that. Um, Earlier today, I uh, chatted with
0: the host of Disney Plus's shop class. um, The very talented actor, Justin Long, um, we had a wonderful conversation that I'm going to play for you right now. He's such a sweet guy. He uh, eschews the Hollywood lifestyle. He lives in Connecticut, so he can be closer to his family uh, with his brother and his parents. He likes being out in the woods. He likes the lake. He likes the water. Um, he couldn't be a sweeter guy, and we loved having him eschews. host <clears throat> shop class on Disney+. Uh, he did a, just a wonderful job for us there, and... Uh, Here's that conversation uh, with Mr. Justin Long.
2: Spike. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
2: How you doing?
0: What a perfect start.
2: <laughs> uh, you know what? I just I just <laughs> totally forgot <laughs> until I saw your name. I remembered, and thus the the way I answered.
0: What are you doing right now? What are you doing that you forgot? I want to know exactly where you are and well, what you're doing. Well, you
2: know, ironically, I don't, is this irony? Uh, we're I just got back. I raced back so that we could get our own podcast recording done <laughs> in, in, in time because we procrastinated because we were such a, I was up at the <laughs> I have a, a place on a very privileged and douchey but i placed on a lake and, and it was such beautiful weather from memorial day that um we just stayed and i procrastinated everything <laughs> including this obviously
0: <laughs> well should we talk for you? 20 minutes i'm so excited to talk to you you sound first of all you sound great you sound really healthy i, w- I was worried about you because i i read somewhere that you had this coronavirus did you have this
2: um, yeah, this is kind of embarrassing. I, uh, I haven't been tested yet, so take this all with a big grain of salt, of, uh, undiagnosed salt, but <laughs> I, so about a, right when it happened, right when, like, early March, I guess, March 12th, 13th, um, my brother's girlfriend, we were all, they were saying, we're all here together in quarantine, and, uh, before the quarantine though she came back from a work trip and had what we now know to be classic symptoms of COVID the weirdest one being of course that she'd lost her sense of smell and taste and and uh, a couple days later my brother and I because we were you know taking care of her uh and and being cautious about it but but like I I think there's just that we share a space and so we came down with symptoms that were very mild in comparison. Mine were, uh, of the three of us, the, the most mild. And, um, and so I, to even say, to even spend time talking about it. But, of course, then we talked about it on the podcast, on our podcast. And, and so without thinking that it, it would ever be a semblance of a story because we made it so clear that we're fine. You know, we, we, our symptoms were so mild that it, it didn't even require, uh, you know, we we were talking to our doctor friends throughout it, and, and it, we ne- it never came to the point where we were even close to being hospitalized or anything. So, you know, we were just being really cautious uh, after we had it about going out, and we took an extra long time before we ventured back out into the world. But other than that, uh, it, it didn't really – so, so, yeah, so it did come out in the – I guess it was out in the press, and um, it was very mild. I mean, it was silly that that it was even out, but I guess it was around that time news of it was so people were clamoring for any sort of news about it that uh, I guess it kind of makes sense. Well, I
0: think they are. I mean, I think people are naturally curious. You know, did it feel any different than a cold or the flu? I mean – it's, you know, the only stories that seem yeah. to be in the media are their stories of people dying and the exactly, the yeah. overwhelming majority of people get this and they they survive it, you know. So anytime right. there's a right.
2: story, which is why it's been it's been helpful for us. We've had this great resource. And, and like I said, our friend, our friend, Dave, Dr. Kessler is uh, is is on the front lines. He's at Columbia um, in the emergency room, he does emergency room pediatrics, but now He's been dealing with COVID since it, since the outbreak, and so uh, we've been we've had this great resource. And the most the, the most frustrating and, and slash scary part is when we'll go to Dave, who is like a you know he's top of his field, and um, we'll ask him a question about w- whether it's a symptom that we had or something that we're afraid uh, might b- be happening to a friend of ours or a loved one. And and the scary part is just how little. That everyone seems to to know about this, so uh, and, and how much we're learning all the time. But, but yeah, I, I think I think for the most part it's it's mild. I mean it's something it's something like we we had, which is not at all worth talking about. Of course, we've been talking about it now.
0: <laughs> no, it's fa- <laughs> I, I find it personally fascinating. I mean, I haven't heard enough of these stories. My, you know, my ninety year old uncle who's in a nursing home. This great guy got it and got over it in three days and then i have a friend yeah. who was in the music industry who went out he's dead you know and it's God. you know it's a frightening thing it's, i think from all of yeah, us to it's be just the
2: role of the it's, i i i don't know It's it feels like it has something to do with genetics it's i mean it's obviously not just luck it's um but it's yeah my my i'm terrified my brother knows of three of his friends, all of whom have elderly relatives in nursing homes around where we live in Connecticut, they all tested positive, and none of them were uh, all that symptomatic. Yeah, they were so, asymptomatic. And, yeah, they recovered, and uh, I, I'm now afraid. See, but the scary part about th- those stories getting out is that it might encourage people <laughs> like my grandmother, who is in right. Florida, who, spent, she's 103. Oh, my Lord. And her friend, who I'm so... She's the sweetest old lady, her friend, Winnie, her younger friend, <laughs> a young upstart punk friend who's like 95. Um, she is taking her to like get her nails done and her hair done. Yeah. And, and um, I guess pl- th- things are starting to open back up in her neighborhood. But I, 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 you know, I think the assumption is it's for people to use sparingly and, and very uh, cautiously and, this is 103 year, I'm so it's hard to be angry at her, but um, you know, she's and she survived the first, she survived Spanish flu, she survived that wow, uh, pandemic. So that's incredible, she's really asking for it.
0: So, you don't, you just don't want to get tested to find out, or do they tell you just these tests aren't uh, at all accurate, so don't even bother? Because uh, I'd no, imagine, you
2: don't want to get tested, I, I, no, no, I just have not. I mean, we haven't also. I think if I were to take a trip, if I were to travel anywhere now, I, I would want to know. Um, and, but because I don't think, and this is also from our doctor friend, I, you know, his advice is that it, it shouldn't. And so it didn't really alter my behavior that much,
0: mm-hmm. I don't think. Well, you might so, not worry when you go down to the Ralphs or the... <laughs> to get some I was food, right? it again. you might not worry when you go down to the ralphs to buy some grapefruit or something you, you uh,
2: know no i would still because that's <laughs> the thing we, there, there's no guarantee i don't think they know isn't that the last couple of days i've been hearing that which is there's no um, immunity they don't think that they having antibodies uh, a person can produce enough to be immune yeah they don't they don't know. That's well, the, all of this is
0: like I think, like, like you said, they don't know. Anyway, you're you live in Connecticut. You know, I like this about that you. I know, Justin Long. You kind of eschewed the kind of Hollywood uh, existence out here, right? You know, you're a, a big movie star. You're you making know, no. Movie- I just
2: brought the Hollywood existence, the <laughs> kind of douchey extravagance, to a nice little Catholic place in Connecticut. <laughs> but why? You know- I just transported it.
0: I, you know, I'm starting to feel like that more and more to get out of the big cities. It's all I wanted to do in the beginning. I'm from the East Coast, and I wanted to go to Boston, oh, yeah. live in New York,
2: Massachusetts,
0: right? Right, and and now as I'm uh, heading into my last chapter years, I'm kind of thinking I'd like to get back there. What? Why did you decide to go back, or did you ever leave?
2: Um, I now I just hear Jerry Seinfeld say, "No issue, <laughs> no <in the> shoe <laughs> <laughs> no issue." Um. Uh, I didn't, I don't know. Well, my parents are nearby. I, I, that was the big thing I wanted to, my parents, my brother, is a, a family and I wanted to, I'm close with my nephews. I wanted to be, I just wanted to be physically closer to them. Um, and I just love the, you know, when I, I turned 40, I just felt things slowing down. I mean, it's, and it's really cliche, but I just started, I felt less of a desire to be going out and, socializing and <laughs> it's very sad in a way um yeah i'm just starting to wind down, wind down. And i just love the lifestyle here it's a lot slower <clears throat> paced and um yeah I'm, I'm close enough to the city uh and i and there are times where i, I really miss la too um would you but but see you have a big family would they and they're probably so accustomed to life in la now
0: um uh, my boys would love to yeah. live in the woods they want they want to they want canoes they want water fishing poles oh. guns and all sorts manner of off road vehicle which I condone I like that idea
2: too. Oh, Spike, you should. I mean, next time you do visit your family in Massachusetts, let me know because you, you should go to the my place is in Massachusetts. It's, yeah. it's on a lake, and we've got all that stuff. The canoes, yeah, and they fishing they go and, there. They, and, they, that's what they, I was just doing the they best. have
0: friends in new york that have a place in the berkshires and they go out there for a little uh, in the summer oh nice but it's the, oh, see great. it's the wife though the wife is a different story yeah <laughs> where's she from again she's from southern florida and oh. you know it's not necessarily about hollywood or la it's about heat she likes heat <laughs> she likes warmth
2: yeah, and well, she has about I mean, you know they yeah, I mean, they have the summer, a thousand friends.
0: Get... They, they, they 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 I can't I wouldn't be able to extract her from this situation. I see, I see. Well, yes,
2: that's, that's an issue. I don't. about. <laughs> <Afterward. laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, in the summertime, it's 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 you go well, whatever. We figure love it out up there.
0: Yeah, we're gonna figure it out anyway. Let's okay. talk about our show. Um, if you guys yeah. don't know, I've set this up already but Justin Long is the host of uh Disney Plus's Shop Class which also happens to be a show produced by not just him not just myself but uh Hangar 56 my company and you know I just thought here's what surprised me about you Justin Long we'd pitched this show to Disney Plus they picked it up they go this is a great idea it's a wholesome idea perfect idea for what we're trying to do and they said and they said like almost in the first conversation we know who wants the we want to host this Justin Long <laughs> He said, That's yeah. what Disney said? That's what Disney said right off the bat. And, huh. and you know, John and I said, look, we love this guy. We were talking about it. I don't see the shop class connection. To, like, he's just <laughs> yeah, not a I builder. love
2: that John were resistant to it. We weren't. We weren't resistant. Um, we
0: were trying to talk yeah, through. I didn't
2: see it either, Fred, to be honest with you. We were trying to I talk. you guys.
0: Well, let me just finish because we were trying to talk through their excitement about it. You, you know, doesn't let like...
2: people finish stories.
0: <laughs> we were saying – what is their excitement about Justin Long? So then, you know, we're looking through all your portfolio of, and your so films. Nice. And then, I, we, you know, Dodgeball comes up and the kids come and they go, oh, I love this movie. And I go, what do you think of that guy? They go, oh, he's amazing. I go, that's Justin Long. And I went, oh, now I get it. <laughs> now I understand.
2: This I'm is about through the potentially insulting part of this <laughs> to grasp to any complimentary. No, yeah, thanks to your kids. Well, I, I appreciate your. No,
0: kids. this is about my blind spot to why you were going to be a great host for this show, and I'm admitting it right now. This is all negative on me. Very brave. I had a blind spot, and by the way, I'm not saying I fought you. And anyway. I just said I, I'm not seeing it yet. <laughs> and then you, no, yeah, then you came on the set. And you know when you guys if you haven't seen this show you got to check it out right now the kids and the parents light up when they see Justin
2: oh they love they
0: me. love you and then uh, you're you are cra- you you are so funny and I hate to say this but we had to edit out your jokes because you're just a nonstop joke machine uh, well, of that's comedy
2: It's funny, if I were a listener to your show, that would sound really annoying to me. It wouldn't, because
0: these are all the great hosts of shows like this. Like, when you Um, sit down with uh, the guys who make the Steve Harvey show, or when Steve Harvey is hosting a game show, they say, Steve is one of the funniest guys in the world, you should see what we have to cut out. And we would watch outtakes of Steve, because it was fun. It's a long way of saying that I, I think That's you're fine. a great host for this show. Thanks. What? Spike, Tell me-
2: thanks. Well, you know, I I love I, this is the thing I discovered about it because I'd never done anything like that, and um, I had reservations about it because I had heard that you were involved. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I uh, but the thing that struck me was how how naturally it fe- it just felt natural. I know whether or not like I'm good at it or it translates or whatever. Uh, that's that's not for me to come but it felt it felt natural i felt like a good fit and and it's i think it's just because i um i love i don't know how to say this in a like non-creepy way but i i love talking to kids i i just like love interacting with kids so it's sort of a sort of a dream job in that regard that i get to just and, and they're not for the most part correct me if i'm wrong i mean you would know better but they're not they don't strike me as like Pre- uh, like, f- f- like phony precocious kids. You know, they're not like performance pr- performance kids. Little like no, show not at all. Kids. They're, no, no, these they're are just, real like, builders. Kids who are really smart and good at. at they're like little engineers. Um, yeah. So interacting with them, I, that to me was the most fun. Was just like when when we'd get to interact interact with them, and it's as simple as that. I so I love. I mean, I love doing it, and I'm I'm really grateful. For to you
0: guys yeah we loved. me <clears throat> i mean really i mean it was it's funny because i felt the same way about the show it you know i thought god am i too cool to work on something like this and then right away i was in the room with everybody going hey and pitching ideas and working on the segments and going hey what if we you know what we have to do if we build bridges we have to ruin the bridges <laughs> we have to mm-hmm. figure out what that looks like <clears throat> and i you know See, I didn't know this whole side of you. This guy living out in the woods and getting in canoes and being on the <laughs> lake. And doing, yeah, you were this guy already. I just didn't know that about you, and that was so nice about it. And like all, oh. you know, great talent when they come into a project, you elevated it with your hosting. And and oh, thanks, you know, Mike. it was a I, nice thing. It, it, was a was just, it was a good environment. It was a really environment?
2: easy going. Yeah.
0: I hope we can figure out how to do it without this coronavirus. I know. <laughs> I know, I know. That's the
2: challenge. Huh? I mean, I'm now hearing things are opening up a little bit. But again, they like are. we talked about, I guess that's the most disconcerting part is that no one seems to really know,
1: including, you know, including the people at the very top.
2: Well, they so. do.
0: They do. They And, and yesterday I, I was driving down uh, through Westwood and I saw a shoot happening at one of the outdoor rec centers. And it was quite interesting. It, it looked like a detention center. They <laughs> they had fencing. I don't know if you've ever been to Westwood Recreation Center, but they had, like, like jail-like fencing across the entire front facade. They had—and now here's a nice part for you. For the talent, everybody gets their own trailer. So there were 30 mini-trailers instead of the big trailers. Up. Weird. Lots of security guards, arrows, ins and outs. I have no God. idea what they were shooting, but there is— there's definitely Where was a... that Spike? This is right here in LA in Westwood.
2: Oh, uh, weird, weird. Um so I guess it's starting back up wow, I, I I had heard okay, that well that's it's promising. I hope they figure out a way to do it, but I also hope it's obviously safe. I, I as much as I miss I, I, and I really do. I, mean, I I know everyone who's not working out probably really misses it, but uh god do I miss it. I just I just I, I of course I'm afraid. But certainly the theater. Like I keep thinking about when will they? When will performing on stage? When will that happen again? It right, might. That might right. not be for until the vaccine. So there's a vaccine. I can't. I can't imagine people congregating, packed together, in 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 theaters.
0: You know? Yeah. No. It's you know. I imagine. Anyway, this has been the show. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: these you know these Um, are the things people want to talk about this is the stuff i want to talk about but i i do think we're going to be charging through making shows just because that's the way it's going to happen and you're going to hear that you know mostly happy stories and happy productions and then the occasional nightmare that's the thing right like
2: really reliable testing i think that's just the thing that that, that's the missing element now that that could be a, a game changer there's just no way of knowing you know, and and with so many asymptomatic people, I'm I'm an example of that. I, I right. had I not been like aware of my exposure to it and sitting at home in a house with these two other people who clearly had it, I, I would never have I the symptoms that I have so mild that I would have just gone about my day not knowing. I would have gone and, and, and not taken any precautions. So I think um, it's it's good that I think everyone's now aware of my question is, like, how is it going to change even after this is over or or even while it's still kind of lingering? How is it going to change things as simple as and as a Seinfeld writer, I'm I'm sure you're intrigued by this uh, A greeting how we greet one another. You know, right. What is that going to look
0: like? Well, it's future? way better. It's already way better. You don't have to touch I, anybody, kiss them, or hug them, or shake their yeah. hands. Yeah, there's I've no been, stopping chat. No, I've been so happy. I mean, I have a lot of anxiety sometimes, social anxiety, and then, uh, now I have none. It's actually, beat. it's <laughs> ideal. Too. No,
2: it's true. Yeah. I, in fact, on for the show, uh, I interviewed Howie Mandel. And, <laughs> oh, geez. you know, we, yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> right. His name often comes up in my life in the context of. Oh, he's a germaphobe. You're also kind of a germaphobe. And um, of course, he's much more than that. And we, we, we get, <laughs> I don't want to just paint him with that <laughs> one brush. You know, Howie Mandel, famous germaphobe.
0: Yes. Um, and when you say the show, he, you're talking about your podcast, Life is Short with Justin Long. Life is short,
2: <clears throat> An
0: yeah. impressive podcast with guest rosters like uh, Kristen Bell, Alec Baldwin, Jonah Hill, Amy Sedaris. Wow. You got All some at gr- the same time, they were all on. They were all podcast. together. Wow. How did you keep track of them? Do you like podcasting? Are you, is, are you new to the podcasting world?
2: I'm new to it. I love it. Uh, similar to the show, our show that we were talking about, I, I it felt I really enjoyed it once I started doing it because, you know, I guess you never know with it. Uh, although I had done, I had been a guest on podcasts and, and always right, enjoyed that. Because right. as you can hear, I love droning on and talking <laughs> about myself. You're the best type um, of guest. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Uh, but but yeah, I just I get to do with my brother this show, and you know, there's no one I I, I enjoy talking to more. Uh, we do it anyway. Um, we just are now doing it occasionally in front of microphones. So, and and then, well, so we'll do the intro, intro and outro uh, with him, and then the bulk of it is uh, an interview, which I also love. I just love talking to people. So uh, it's been. A joy. I've only been doing it a year, so that's the other fun part. Is like I, I, I feel uh, myself getting better and getting more, being more present, and I, I guess just more comfortable with it, which goes a long way.
0: Well, can you believe this guy? He's so nice. You're one of the nicest. You. Oh, I thought you.
2: you no, thought I'm just you, trying to wait, well,
0: reconcile the how different you and I are. You're so nice. You love your well, family. Well, what would you say about it? You want to move and live near your family. You're just a nice guy, Justin Long. You're a nice guy. What
2: would you say about
0: podcasting? No, I like what you said about podcasting. I'm already off that. I I love it. I think it's wonderful. For me, it's very therapeutic. Like, I don't know why, but, you know, before I started chatting with you and after we stop in a moment... I'm going to feel better. I feel... I don't know. I just feel better every time I do it. And, and the listeners yeah. are always seem to be grateful to have some content. And I'm happy yeah, to provide that for therapeutic is them. a good way of putting it. Yeah, it it's nice. Se- I
2: mean, which is selfish. It's been, there's been, we've also been doing like a midweek check-in episode where we call friends and we call our doctor friend and we check in about the state of things. And uh, yeah, that's it, therapeutic is a really good word for it. So selfishly, it's been a nice creative outlet and, and a way to, it, during this quarantine to, to almost check in with the world to, come, right. to, to connect with other people it's been a real joy it's been a real nice well there outlet. it is
0: man well uh that's that's your time thank you for giving it to us
2: you were oh, le- yeah thanks Bike. Just, sorry, sorry I started this so negatively.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It was great. It was wonderful. And and when you're out here and we're shooting again, I, uh, we'll have to do it in perf- person. Hopefully, we'll be able to do that. Shop Class Season 1 is currently airing on Disney+. Plus. Check it out. Three teams of check two it kids. Out.
2: Wait, Spike. Yes. Why do you say
0: check it out? Check it out. I had a Boston accent and I changed it oh. on my own at college and oh, it came out
2: yeah, we a little oh, yeah. Canadian. A thick Boston accent.
0: <clears throat> That's right. Uh, shop class, in case you don't know, is three teams, two kids, and shop teacher compete to build a project judged by an architect, an interior designer, and a Disney Imagineer, and it's hosted by the great Justin and, Long. And
2: someone who knows nothing about any of those
0: things. <laughs> the funny guy who keeps it all together, but who is curious and is learning like we are in the audience. Life is Short with Justin Long is his podcast. You can get that anywhere uh, where podcasts are available. He's also got a new movie just wrapped out, according to Instagram, Lady of the Manor. Wow! Oh, yeah. Look at that. Judy, yeah, Judy so, Greer, right? That's what Ryan. with
2: my brother as well. Yeah. It's really – I can't wait for you to see it. In fact, I want to send you – I would love your thoughts on it. I, I'd love to send you a, a rough cut of it. Really?
0: Because, uh, I, wow. I, that would be wonderful. I'd I love, would to love see it. it.
2: Spike. We we need We need good notes from funny people, from funny writers. <laughs> I don't
0: know that I could provide that, but I'd be happy to try. I thought try. you might know some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that would be, we would love that. All right, buddy. All right, from well,
2: hopefully soon. Hopefully, you know. Let me know when you hear.
0: All right, and go get tested so I can so we can know for sure what's going on. <laughs>
2: Okay, and thanks to your kids for uh, changing your mind about casting me. All right, see you later. Okay, Bye. bye,
0: bye. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hanger 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.